So we're going to start our talk. So we're going to start this week. We're going into our different characteristics of godly character. Um, we're going to start with, uh, tonight we're going to talk about courage. Courage is, um, the importance of courage is, is we need courage to overcome fear. And so often what we end up with is, um, where do I want to go here? Okay, here's where I want to go. We need courage to overcome fear. We are in a constant um, onslaught, I think, in our society right now, in our culture, of, of fear and anxiety. How many of you uh, in the last two months have experienced some incredible stress? Right? Okay. That's quite a few of you. That's probably because you just finished your school year. <laughs> right? But it's so many other things. It's learning all your Bible lessons. It's getting ready for, uh, you know, maybe you're cooking in the kitchen. And you're like, wow, I got to feed a lot of people. And they really want food. And they want it to be good. And that's stressful. Or we're just trying to deal with issues at home. And things are going on in our house. Uh, things are going on in our extended family. Things are going on in the world. Um, there are stressful things going on in our world right now. Yeah? Yeah. I think we're all feeling that. We can become overwhelmed, inundated, with no hope. Because there's so much anxiety so much fear, so much stress coming at us constantly. God calls us to be strong and courageous. It's a command. I want to read to you right off the bat here from Joshua chapter 1. And Joshua chapter 1 starts off, um, if you don't know the story, there was, a, there was a guy named Moses, and he led Israel out of Egypt. I think you probably have talked about this, and if not this year, in the past, right? And he gets to the promised land, and Moses dies. And Moses has led the community of Israel for a long time, more than 40 years, because he started before they left Egypt. And then they wandered through the desert for 40 years. That's a long time, okay? Um, that's more than twice your age. People have not known anybody but Moses. There's other guys around. But suddenly Joshua is the one who's in command. Moses has died. And God actually speaks audibly to Joshua. Very cool. And he says to Joshua, this is chapter 1, verse 6, Be strong and courageous, for you shall put this people in possession of the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, so that you may be successful wherever you go. The book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. 
I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It is so easy for us to compromise out of fear. It's so easy for us to avoid tough things because we're afraid. How many of you love making decisions? Really big decisions. <laughs> You're like, I can't wait to make this decision. This is going to be fantastic. Because when I make this decision, I close all these doors. And you're like, yeah, that sounds exciting, right? No, it's like, terrifying gut wrench. You can feel everything inside of you kind of twist over once or twice. You're like, if I make this decision, there's no going back. And so we avoid making decisions. I know so many people who avoid conflict. Somebody's doing something and it, it, it is really irritating you to no end. And they're like, do you mind if I do this? And you're like, yeah, no, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, you do you. <laughs> right? Because what happens? We don't want to enter in that conflict. There's this fear that what happens to our relationship if we, if we enter into this and we are honest with this and we, we engage with it. It's really easy sometimes for us just to quit than to actually engage. Sometimes it's easier to play it safe than to take that risk. God wants us to be courageous and strong. It's not just an ask. It's not like a suggestion. You know, if you're courageous, if you think about it, maybe you could do this. He's like, no, be strong, be courageous. Do this. Lead these people. Take them into their promised land. Be strong and courageous and meditate on my word. Be strong and courageous and I am with you. God calls us to have courage. God calls you to have courage. What kind of courage should we have? We should have spiritual courage. You're like, what the heck is spiritual courage? I don't know. I kind of made it up. But, <laughs> yeah, you can laugh. Um, spiritual courage. You should have spiritual courage. It takes courage to face God. Amen? How many of you find it really easy to say, God, I'm sorry? It's so much easier for me to just say, God, I got this. What if I really need you, I'll call you. God, I, I, I'm good here. I got my friends. I'm okay. It takes spiritual courage to confess to God. It takes spiritual courage to confess your sins. To say, I, I was wrong and I need your help, Lord. <laughs> I can't do this on my own. It takes spiritual courage to stand up and say, I am a Christian. Not just a good person. Not just, I go to church. Not just, I believe in God, because many people believe in God. But to say, I follow Jesus. I believe in Jesus. Man, I, I get nervous about this. <laughs> and, and if you feel fear, that is okay. We all feel fear. God wouldn't have to tell us, be strong and courageous if none of us felt fear. I feel fear. I got to come in here and stand here and talk to all of you and say, okay, I've been praying about this and thinking about this. Oh, I think this is what you need to hear. 
and my stomach kind of clenches a little bit. It's like, I, I'm, I'm standing here to share something that I think God is saying, and, and he's going to hold me accountable to this. And he's way bigger than me. Like, he's going to smite me, like, back up a little bit. Maybe he'll hit, hit Jake instead, right? Like, I can hope. Um, <laughs> I'll just keep talking. Sorry, God. Um, <laughs> but you get that idea that it takes courage to stand here and say, I'm a Christian. You know, when you're sitting at Tim Hortons and you're, I don't know, you're looking at your phone and, and then you look up and you see someone reading their Bible and you're like, wow, that's cool. Or you're having a conversation. You ever had that? No, I've never seen that. Yeah, have you ever seen somebody reading their Bible at Tim Hortons? You ever read your Bible at Tim Hortons? No. First of all, I'm sorry you're at Tim Hortons. I know. But, okay, so you're sitting at Starbucks and you're reading your Bible. And you're having a really good coffee instead. And someone's like, are you reading your Bible? And you're like, yeah. Are you a Christian? Ooh, it's on the line here. Are you a Christian? Like, whew, this takes courage. I am. I am a Christian. I follow Jesus. I wondered if you might be. I have some questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do I do this? That takes spiritual courage to put yourself in the hands of God and say, first of all, God, I believe in you. Second of all, God, I'm going to stand up for you. That takes crazy courage. You need courage to follow Jesus. It takes courage to follow. Man, it takes courage sometimes just to follow the camp day, doesn't it? Like just to show up at 9.05 or 9.10. What time do they show up? Anyways, be on time. That's what I'm saying. And that takes courage. <laughs> and then to head out there and stand there as these kids roll off the bus. And you know they're going to ride all over you. And some of them are going to attack you, literally. Um, and you have to stand there and take courage. It takes courage to follow Jesus in your school, right? It takes courage to follow Jesus when everybody around you isn't. Everyone around you is following their own way. They're saying, it's going to do it my way. And you do you. And you're like, that's, that's not how I live, actually. I've given my life to God. And I'm going to live like he says. And so I'm not going to allow myself to do me because I get into trouble. It takes courage to follow Jesus and to obey. It takes real courage also to follow the way of the Bible. It takes courage to follow the moral code that God has set out. We live in a society, in Western culture, that does not want to follow any moral code. Everything is okay. If it feels good, do it. Right? As long as you don't hurt somebody else. Well, define hurt somebody else. Well, as long as you do it with love. Well, define love. See, because Jesus says... True love is to sacrifice yourself for another. So if I sacrifice myself for another, then I'm not doing me. I've sacrificed myself already. That's love. Jesus says, if you 
if you truly love, you would lay down your life for somebody else. Not pursue what I want and pursue my goals and pursue my comfort and my pleasure. But the world says, pursue your own pleasure. <coughs> that takes incredible courage to stand up and say, I'm not going to do that. There's another code I wish to follow. It takes incredible courage to enter into relationship. How many of you have a friend? You should all put your hands up. Okay. How many of you come from a family? Okay, good. Very good. <laughs> Man, it takes real courage to enter into true relationship. I can fight with my mom and dad. I still do. I'm almost 50, and I still fight with my mom and dad. And it's because we have a good relationship. And we can work through that relationship, and we can come to an understanding and an agreement. And, and it's, it's about saying, I don't agree, and you don't agree with me, and I don't agree with you. But can we, can we understand where we're coming from and with the different points of view? And how are, how are you getting there? I've chosen this option and you chose a different option, why would you have chosen a different option? And in entering into that conflict, why is that important? Because there's intimacy in that, right? Because I've made myself vulnerable. I said, actually, I don't agree with you, and I'm going to open myself up here a little bit and be vulnerable. And this could hurt me. And that takes courage. It takes courage with your friends, right? You can just go with the flow, and if you just go with the flow, you kind of like end up drifting. You're like, oh, but my Bible's still over there. And you're like, yeah, but I'm way over here now. Because I was just going with the flow. And it's like, wait a second, it takes courage for me to stop here and say, I'm going to stand right here. And I see you going that way, and I don't want you to. But I have to stand here. It's not that I don't want to be your friend, and I don't love you, it's that I refuse to go with that flow. That takes courage. That's relationship, right? And if they push back, that's great. That means like, they're willing to engage relationship. That's great. But that takes courage. So how do we, knowing that we're all afraid, knowing that we all wrestle with fear, that God commands us to have courage because he's like, I know you're afraid. How do we do that? He gives us his Holy Spirit. 1 Timothy, that's yes, 1 Timothy 1.7. 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 1.7? I'm sorry. We have not been given a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power. We have been given the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit of God is our power source. He indwells us. He fills us. The Spirit of Jesus is in us. 2 Corinthians 3 says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. How many of you feel like you're just tied by fear? That you're afraid of decisions or anxiety? That it grips you and there's times where you just feel paralyzed? in relationships, or in decision-making, 
or in conflict, and you're just like, I don't know what to do. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. That is a promise. That is unbelievable. So how do we create character? How do we create courage in our character? How do we, have, how do we be courageous? So I'm going to give you three things. Three things. One, face your fears. Face your fears. You want to be more courageous? You want to have courage in your life? Face your fears. Two, have good role models. Find courageous role models. People that stand and face their fears. People that exemplify for you that they have the spirit of power in them, that they have that freedom from the Holy Spirit, and watch them. Face your fears, find good role models. And third is allow your mind to be transformed. Allow your mind to be transformed. We say, we pay a lot of lip service to the fact that I want God to be my Savior. Jesus is my, my Savior. I love Jesus. And we, we can say that. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Right? We know these stories. But to actually allow your mind to be transformed is going to allow God to enter in and reshape you and give you the courage you need. Let's go back to Joshua here. Look. 1 verse 6. Be strong and courageous, for you shall put this people... Man, I'm so sorry. Be strong and courageous, for you shall put this people in possession of the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Joshua is standing ready to take all these people into the promised land. It's a massive task. Think about how hard it is just to get like all the juniors to follow you at camp. Or how hard it is to get a couple of your friends to agree to do something you want to do. And Joshua has like tens and tens and hundreds of thousands of Israelites following him. And he's got to get them over a river so they can fight a battle. And God says, be strong and courageous, for you will take possession of the land. Face your fears. Because God has put you in the right place. It's God who sends you. God has placed you. When you come face to face with a fear, it's not because of something that God hasn't foreseen. He has put you there. And he says, be strong and courageous, you can face this. Joshua 1, 7. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, so it may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is there. Then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall be successful. Look, God provides for you. He provides 
his word. He provides role models. He says to Joshua, you saw what Moses did, and he gave you his commands. Joshua had five books of the Bible <laughs> to start off with. That's all they had. And God said, meditate on it, and I will be with you, and you will be provided for. Be strong and very courageous with the word of God on your side. The best role model you have is right here, this Bible, in your hands. And you can open it up and look, and you can see right off the bat, right off the bat, there's like uh, Joseph and Jacob, and you've got Daniel and Esther and Ruth, and then you keep going, and you've got people like Peter and Paul and John, guys and girls that were very afraid, that were facing huge fears. Right? Ruth is like, not even Jewish. Okay, I'll go with my mother-in-law, who's like, my husband's dead. <laughs> and her husband's dead. We're just two widows making our way in the world today. How awesome for us. You think there's no fear there? She's going somewhere she doesn't even speak the language. She's an obvious outsider. She's like, hey, if God has a way for you, then I'm with you the whole way. Right? Like, the story of Ruth is crazy. This is our examples. His word is there. It's a foreshadow of Jesus, that God makes a way, that we're aliens in a strange world, and he has a plan for us. And we can see Jesus in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and he's there. He is the word of God. Meditate on Jesus. God will provide for you. He'll be your role model. If you're stuck looking for a role model, start with Jesus. And the last thing he says, I hereby command you. God says to jo Joshua, I command you. Command you to what? Live right, to walk good, to wear the right clothes. No, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Man, if you don't know Joshua 1, 9, write it down. Memorize it. <laughs> Tattoo it on your arm someday. I don't know. But God's presence is with you. You want to allow God, you don't know how to transform your mind God's presence is with you. Wherever you go, whatever you're attempting, don't be frightened. Don't be dismayed. He is with you. John 14, Jesus says to his disciples, right? They're having their last supper together, and he's like, guys, I am with you always. And I'm going to go for a period, but only so that the Holy Spirit, he calls it the advocate, will come and indwell you. And you'll do more than I ever did in my ministry. Man, that is crazy to think about. Jesus had to have courage. Can you imagine knowing that, hey, next week I'm going to be crucified. I know we're going up to Jerusalem, guys. I just wanted to let you know. It's not going to be a great week. Uh, there's some stuff going on. And Son of Man's going to get handed over uh, to the rulers and leaders, and they're going to kill me. And on the third day, I'm coming back to life. 
And they're like, what are you, like, is this a metaphor again? Is this one of those parable things where the sowing seed stuff, the grain dies and it gives a fruit? He's like, sure, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, you just see him like, oh, guys, <laughs> man, you're in for a shock. <laughs> this is going to be one heck of a week. And then he's like, at the very end of the week, just before it all goes south, all goes north, <laughs> just before his great victory lap, where it looks like he lost and he actually wins, he's like, I am always with you. And when I leave, it's so that you can have more power and I can actually indwell you. Not just walk beside you, but be in you, give you my power, give you my freedom. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And in the Spirit of the Lord is, there is power in you, in me. Have courage. That's all I got for you tonight.